0: There's a phrase in the Bible, the daughters of Jerusalem, and Luke records Jesus using this phrase in his gospel, which we'll get to in a few minutes. Dr. James Fleming, he's an archaeologist and was a professor at Hebrew University in Jerusalem, he speaks often about the cultural context that lay behind this phrase and how it helps us understand what Jesus means by it. So what about this phrase? the daughters of Jerusalem. How can we understand this Hebrew idiom? So, to start, the word for city in Hebrew is air. And if we look at some of the other associated Hebrew words, we find a word ya'er. And ya'er can be translated as protect. Now, some Bibles say excite or awaken, but it's used with the idea that God is awakened to protect his people. And this is the function of a city or a walled city, is to protect. So the Hebrew word for city can be associated with the idea of protection. That's point one. Second, this Hebrew word for city is feminine. Now, all Hebrew nouns are either masculine or feminine. This word for city is feminine, so a city is a she. And it's similar to how we might refer to a ship as a she. Or even in English, we speak poetically about the country as a she, as if the country represents motherhood to the citizens. And then, if we look at the name Jerusalem, well, that's feminine as well. So Jerusalem, according to the Bible, is a she, a mother city who protects her citizens. Now, in ancient Israel, the larger cities were walled cities, and the wall, of course, is there for protection. Jerusalem had a city wall, Jericho had a city wall, the city of Gezer, which is in this picture here, it had a city wall, and the gates of Gezer were fortified by Solomon. The city provided protection in the event that an enemy came. Now most citizens though, well they didn't live within the city walls. The majority lived as poor farmers, they were outside the city in small hamlets or villages. And those villages, by the way, those are referred to as daughters. They were the daughters of Gezer, or the daughters of Jerusalem. The Hebrew word for daughter is bat. Like you might have a bat mitzvah for a girl rather than a bar mitzvah for a boy. And the plural of bat is banot, which means daughters. And so we see this in the Bible. So in Psalm 48, verse 11, we find this word. Now, some of our translations read banot as villages or towns, like here in the NIV. And well, that's correct, because that's what it's talking about. But if we look at the ESV, the English Standard Version, or the King James Version, well, they just translate banot as daughters, which is also correct. So, daughters when associated with a city is a Hebrew idiom for village. So when the enemy showed up, like King Nebuchadnezzar laying siege to Jerusalem, it was the daughters of Jerusalem who suffered the worst because they had no protection at all. And this actually becomes one of the pictures of justice in the Bible. So the king, of course, well, he lived in a walled city. And the city was really the only place equipped to store grain and water in the event of a famine or a war. And so the poor farmers that lived out in the daughter villages, well, they would pay their taxes of grain to the king to be stored in the city. And the question is, is the king going to be a good king or a bad king? Because in the event of a war and an advancing army, those in the daughter cities had to flee to the mother city. This is the only place they're going to find protection and food and water. But you can imagine, the people who already lived in that city, and that includes the king himself, well, they might start to get anxious. What if our food runs out? What if our water runs out? What if we let those people inside the city and it's just another mouth to feed? So it's the king's responsibility to ensure justice, to ensure that the poor, the weak, those who have paid their taxes to the city that they're allowed in, so they can receive protection and have the food and water that they need. A good king maintains justice. A bad king is selfish and self-serving and takes advantage of the poor and the weak. Unfortunately, most of the kings in the Bible fell into that category of bad king. Now that we have a picture of the idea of city and the protection it provides and the daughters, those villages outside the city, Let's move to Jesus and what he says. So, it's in Luke 23. It's when Jesus is being led out of the city for his crucifixion. Now, the crucifixion site, scholars generally agree, it's where the Church of the Holy Sepulchre is today. And that crucifixion site in Jesus' day was outside the city. Now, obviously, this is different from today, and Jerusalem has more modern walls, so if you've traveled to Jerusalem, then you know that that church is actually now inside the city walls. And there actually was, in the first century, there was a third wall that was eventually built, but that's not until after Jesus' death. The reason I bring this up is because I want to make sure, if you're looking at a map, that you understand that if you see a wall that's further out than the crucifixion site, that wall didn't actually exist in the time of Jesus. You would never put someone to death inside your city walls. And bring a curse upon the city. So Jesus, as he exits the city walls, he's now among the daughters of Jerusalem. And this verse here in Luke, Luke 23 28, this is about the coming judgment that will descend upon Jerusalem. And eventually it does. Within the next 40 years, there's a war against Rome, and in 70 AD, the Romans lay siege to Jerusalem. And what about those daughters? Those hamlets and villages and all the poor that lived within them? Well, they're destroyed. They're they're nothing but a speed bump in front of that powerful Roman army. Now, we have to realize here that what Jesus is saying, it's it's a multi-layered statement. So, is Jesus addressing the villages? Well, of course, that's how people would have understood that statement, that Daughters of Jerusalem as an idiom, but he's also talking to the people outside the people who are just right there outside the city wall so in the Bible you know the word for city or villages well it can also refer to the people who reside in them like when the Bible says that a city is proud well obviously it doesn't refer to the city itself it refers to those who live in the city so Jesus is talking about both villages and those who live in the daughter villages that are just outside that city wall. The judgment is coming for Jerusalem, Jesus is saying, and you are in the path. And you're going to wish that you did not have children and that the mountains would just fall on you. And that's exactly what happened when Rome showed up. So the word for city in Hebrew, ir, is feminine. And it's associated with the idea of protection. And the small villages surrounding that larger city, they're the daughters. O daughters of Jerusalem, the judgment is coming. And we also have to remember that it's the function of the king to allow the poor and the weak into the city for protection. And this is so important to understand, because when we get to the book of Revelation and the new Jerusalem is descending from heaven, It's going to be illuminated by the glory of God and the Lamb, and the gates, the text says, will not be closed. Not only do we serve a good king, but in heaven there's no enemy to be afraid of. The gates will never have to be closed.